0: And now, live from Pod Cabin in Burbank, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes your guest. He's a journalist and author of Man Made and in Defense of Elitism. It's Joel Stein. And she's a writer and the youngest member of the on Golf fan club. It's Robin Shore. Tone Zone is here to ask if anyone has seen his collection of high-flying spy balloons. And her husband Daniel is saying hop on board the Love Bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen.
1: Allison! Yeah.
2: Hello, my little Nantucket saltwater taffies. Welcome to another exciting episode of Alison and Rosen and is your new best friend. That particular carbohydrate, which I believe may have been selected because of one of our guests... <laughs> And her Nantucket nickname, which was Pinky, which is not her name, was sent in on Patreon. Patreon. By Karen Quinn. Yes, I am on Patreon. All sorts of fun stuff over there. There's rewards. There's bonus episodes of the Friend Zone, my Patreon podcast. Uh, there's a level where you can text me and I'll text you back.
1: N- naked stuff?
2: It's not like an OnlyFans okay. yet. I do know, know all the sites. Everyone has a price. Okay. So... <laughs> you know, the the Patreon is young. Anyway, and if you go for an annual subscription, you get two months free. That's a good deal. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. I would like to say hello and welcome to my guest, Robin Pinky Shore. Hello. Hello.
3: It's so nice to be here it's with so all of you wonderful people. To see you. I, and I, you. And
2: I, you, uh, one more time. I owe you. I, you, one more time. Yeah. I see All of that, and I raise you another IU. You know, I was thinking earlier. Oh. Brag. (laughs) (laughs) Just doing a little thing I do from time to time with my noggin. Um, This is only the second time, though, that you've been in person, right? Yes. That's so weird because now – so Anywhere? <laughs>
3: yes, she's oh <my laughs> been hiding God. out. I yes. didn't know. So I ideal. don't
2: leave my house most. Actually, I don't leave my house. So this is like, wow. This is a big deal. Yeah. Well, it's, welcome. It's nice you. to see you again. In my brain, it's like once I met you in per- well, no, I had met you in person yeah. prior to all the you know, yeah. But once you were back at this house in person, then it's like all those in my mind were in person, but they weren't. They, they were weren't. zoom. They were on Zoom. I'm happy to be here with all my besties. <laughs> Wonderful to have you. Joel Stein, welcome back.
1: Thank you. Can you tell our voices apart? Are we sound too similar? We're both white.
2: Could you guys, nasal juice? Could you each be like, I'm blah, 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 and this is the sound of my voice, like they do on NPR? I'm Robin Shore, and (gasps) this is the sound of my voice.
1: (laughs) Wait, when do they do this on NPR?
2: Don't they do this on NPR sometimes? Sometimes. Oh, no, sorry. They do it on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, don't they? That's on NPR. Cool. (laughs) I've heard it before and in my mind I've filed it as like NPR style shows do that. You don't take this the wrong way. Okay. Seem like someone who probably listens to a lot of NPR. How dare you. (laughs) But But you do, don't you?
1: You just called me boring. Is that what you were doing? No.
2: I called you (laughs) –
1: You know, I had never listened to NPR before I met my wife. It just wasn't something we did in our household. I uh, lived in Manhattan for a while. didn't have a car. And she and her family were big into the NPR and PBS. They're like yeah. – she grew up in this small, tiny town in upstate New York raised by like poor hippies. and They mm. were big on the NPR and the PBS. So I've now become familiar with NPR.
2: And and you don't hear them go, and this is the sound of my voice?
1: It just seems like weird a weird programming decision. Like that doesn't sound like a good t- content to me.
2: Well, they don't do it for an hour and a half <laughs> like I intend to do. Um
1: Sounds like I, they're trying to get verified by their bank. <laughs> I don't know what they're this doing.
2: Is the sound of my I voice. swear I've heard it I've before. Heard it too. Yeah. I've heard it too. <laughs> um. I also didn't listen to a lot of NPR, and I remember. And now, not only am I going to brag about thinking, I'm going to brag about an interview a long time ago. I was interviewing Michael Showalter. Oh, and wow. Double brag. He dropped an NPR name. It was like, isn't there like a is there a, Misha, a michelle but she pronounces it michelle or oh, yes. michelle, michelle wallace maybe yes no, no. uh yeah i know i'm thinking mean. of
1: i think she they, she may have transitioned to, to pbs actually right oh, no that make, I don't that, know.
2: That the npr to pbs pipeline <laughs> yes well regardless he said <laughs> yes. a few names and i have a blank look on my face mm. and he was like what i feel like maybe he grew up in your wife's town
1: yeah, it no, was her, her like, town's not listening to NPR, it's just her parents, but yeah. Maybe
2: he grew up in her family. No, it this, was just anathema to him that anyone doesn't listen to a lot of NPR.
1: I listened to I listened to a lot of Howard Stern, and then oh. when I was even younger, Imus in the morning. And so okay. that was like yeah. where I was baked from.
2: This all makes sense yeah. now. Well, now, where does like Opie and Anthony, were they in, in the mix?
1: I had to go interview Opie and Anthony when I was at Time Magazine. I, I wasn't familiar with them, because by then I was living in New York. I wasn't listening to the radio, because mm-hmm. wasn't in a car. But I went over there, and I was like, "This is a whole different world." It's a whole scene. That was a that was craziness over there. Yeah, I mean, Anthony has since gone particularly crazy, right?
2: I believe yes. Yeah. I mean, he he like he went on
1: crazy, right? Like is, he's
2: I don't I he and his followers would not say that, but okay. he's pretty. I think, pretty right at this point. But
1: been banned from things and like shows yeah. up at protests. As in has the right
0: opinion. That's what Yes, right. he's yes. pretty correct. <laughs> Hello,
2: Tony Thaxton. All Welcome right. to the show. Thank you. It's
0: great to be in person. Could
2: we hear the sound of your voice?
0: This is the sound of my voice.
2: I lo- Everyone puts it's on a, a different voice. voice. He has a yeah. good sound of his Joel, voice. Joel, could we hear the sound of your voice?
1: I don't, I don't understand this game.
2: Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> you um, Anyway... Uh, Opie and Anthony were on my mind because on Monday I had Dalton Castle on the show, who is a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. This weird direction my life has gone. Robin, I love, Robin. It. I love um, it. RJ City, hello, we love you. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so he, before he became a professional wrestler, he had a or maybe a little bit there was overlap. He had a, a radio job for years, and the was it the station used to carry Opie and Anthony, and then dropped them yeah. and replaced them with him. And I was like, Oh, what kind of reception did you get? And he said, people hated him. So they would call and, you know, yell, like, what happened to Opie and Anthony? And he would say, Oh, they, oh, they died. (laughs) I mean, in a sense, they did. Yeah. It's, it's not false. But the reason I initially knew of Opie and Anthony is because I, when I lived, when I was at Time Out New York, where Joel Stein also had been not at the same time as me, Uh um, I was going (laughs) on channel four every Saturday morning and doing little like, You know, here's what's going on in the city. Thanks to Time Out New York magazine or whatever. Uh, And my the the woman who anchored that segment was a woman named Pat Battled. Does anyone know who that is? No Mm -hmm. great name. It is a great name. Mm -hmm. And I looked her up online, and Opie and Anthony had like done some prank versus her, or had. Can you Google Tony Opie and Anthony Pat Battle? Mm -hmm. I wonder if it'll still come up. She okay. was like targeted by them.
1: They they had. Well, I remember going down there, and they had like a big board with counting down the until um, the Olsen twins turned eighteen. Aye that aye was aye. a big taste. And then they had a like giant uh, dildo with a condom on it that was marked as far as like how far it had gone up different guests.
2: Cool. And
1: that Wait, was, like, oh my god! That, that was my first ten minutes there.
2: Wait, the same condom? Oh no! Sorry, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got confused.
1: I don't know why I threw in the condom detail. I just thought it would show that they were gentlemen.
2: Yeah, no, I, my <laughs> my mind has totally changed about them. I see. So the the dildo itself was marked. That's right. Not the I thought it was like a
1: re- dildo with a condom I, that I really was marked. That's what I really regret mentioning the condom. You. If I could go back in time, if I had a time machine, the, the-
3: uh, then then that's I, what you would do uh, <laughs> that,
2: that's yeah, how mean, you'd use it i
1: think that's right yeah <laughs> i would erase the condom from that story
2: <laughs> but if you hadn't said condom then i would just be thinking oh the <sighs> same d-
1: it's <laughs> just <seems laughs> like you're <laughs> in my head right <laughs> <that> moment. <laughs> The moment i was so same torn dildo
2: with i the thought yeah. the same dildo too Gosh.
3: but you know i maybe i might be speaking up for some of your audience members and i'm gonna sound possibly like a complete ding dong but because i went in my life rick d's to howard stern okay. to podcasts mm. essentially oh. i don't really know who opie and anthony are yeah. no i love well, I think you
1: got the flavor from my story
3: <laughs> i mean i have a sense of what they're they do a with a couple their- feminists yeah. and they're activists <laughs> but like where were they based
2: out of new
1: york new york, new york. Yeah. okay in fact i think they were on um well what station were they on
2: that I don't know. Uh, well, it wasn't WBEZ where they, Dalton was. They so. kind of I mean,
1: wasn't it like a syndicated thing. They did yes, take probably. over the Howard spot after he left. No, no, that was like
3: David Lee Roth. David Lee
1: Roth for In like some a parts year. of the country, yeah. and the other parts of the country got um... Corolla. Yeah, that's oh, right.
2: Yeah, my old boss. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yes, I. You know, I, like I said, I didn't have much of an awareness of them either. Okay, I know um, the names, but until I googled pat battle so when i was because at that point i was already in my, i was in my early 30s at that point so um i and that's when i was like oh there's like what joel what what joel realized when he was there like oh there's a whole this is a whole world yeah it's but a to whole. me it was sort of like a, a, a bit akin to the
1: stern world well they would get themselves on the cover of the new york post all the mm-hmm. time because they would like record people having sex at saint patrick's cathedral Oh, Just God. things that they knew would get attention.
3: Right. It's not even fun. Like at least Howard Stern's grossest, gross stuff yeah. at least was done with a, in my opinion, a better sense of humor. I'm not saying like like right. coming home in seventh grade and my mom and her friends watching, b- Bongo yeah. and wasn't <laughs> <formative. Yeah>. but Bongo Fiesta was informative. formative.
2: But but like you know, do you know Jim Norton? Yes. So Jim Norton, he was big on that. Show. Jim Florentine, oh. no, Fl- Florentine came out of the Stern world, but Jim yeah. Norton used to go on o- Opie and Anthony all the time. Like tons of comedians that you probably are aware of huh. came up in the Opie and Anthony world, I believe. Tony, did you find any Pat Battle? Action? Uh, what I'm seeing
0: is it sounds like it was actually more her husband, Mr. Uh, battle, was his name is Anthony Johnson, uh, was oh. delivering a live report in 2005 when an Opie, Opie and Anthony fan waved a bumper sticker and blew an air horn as a part of the radio duo's assault on the media campaign encouraged, oh. that encouraged listeners to disrupt the disrupt live broadcasts.
3: Hmm. That's like unfunny, uh, Baba Booey. Yes, and it's uh, it's it, not that QAnon was ever funny, but it does feel like the beginnings of QAnon there, possibly.
1: The anti-media thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's been yes. going, that's been going, that predates QAnon. For sure. Yeah, for
2: sure. No, that's sad. Although, did you? And let's not spend too much time on this. I know I'm sending mixed messages. This, but this did is what you, you said
1: you wanted to discuss when you emailed us.
2: I did. I said, I <laughs> want to talk about the role of truth in the media. Did you see <laughs> Elon Musk's tweet? No. Yes. It, oh, yeah, you're because you're not on Twitter anymore. No, I right? am. I am. I oh, am. you are. You're back. Okay. I, yeah. Um. Oh, what did it say, Joel? It was like, I, I still can't I know so I know some of the smartest people in the world and they believe I still can't believe they believe the media or something like that. Yes Hi yay, yeah. this fucking guy. Excuse
3: <laughs> my language, but he gets the this fucking Guy award yeah. <laughs> for all of 2022 and 23. The
1: media is particularly wrong when they talk about narcissism and how it makes people feel like they're both incredibly important and attacked all the time.
2: Yes mm. yeah although Speaking of my former boss, he used to, <laughs> that was a really weird segue. <laughs> no, it was great. Uh, he, his whole, and I feel like there's a lo- a lot of those guys use the term narcissist and narcissism all the time. Like, you know, this someone. I'm trying to think of an example. Well, his example would be like, actually, I'm I, I'm having trouble thinking of a good example. But I feel like for them, narcissist and narcissism applies to any person or situation that does something that they don't like uh-huh and i feel like it's spawned this whole generation of people who misuse that term and that bothers me it's very misused yeah it, it's everywhere now
1: i defend my use of that no you and, used it and correctly. in retrospect the condom
3: wait when did you say <laughs> that's so narcissistic you narcissist? of you when did you say narcissist
1: i, I was saying that the oh. musk was accusing oh. the media of always lying i was saying they always lie when they talk about right. it Right. Yeah.
3: It's, yeah, it's a whole, th- it's a, it, narcissism is just a very big cultural word right now. Yes. And nobody really, know. it's an intense thing to um come into contact with. Right. That makes you want to do a lot of research on narcissism. <laughs> so it's like, it. it's just, it's a personality disorder, but we overuse it.
1: Are but you? there's a lot more of it than there used to be. If, if you I think trace so, yes. It, those, yeah.
2: Yeah. And what, what do you ascribe that to?
3: Trump.
1: Oh. <laughs> I I think probably if you trace from Roman times till now the the cult of the individual yeah. is just become stronger and sure. stronger and you know.
2: But Robin, yes. when you just now talked about when you come into contact with it it makes you want to do a lot of research about it, are you referring to when you almost joined a cult? <laughs> wait, did you? I've
3: oh yeah, yeah, yes, I wait, did.
1: Wait, which one? I'm
3: I can't. I don't think I should say. You don't have to. Will they come after you? Why can't you say? They won't come after me. But um,
1: why is it your cult? Why can't you say? N- no, <laughs>
3: it was. It was these. It was these
2: classes.
3: Did I talk about? I talked about. So this already. let me.
2: Uh, you talked about it on my Patreon episode, which oh. by the way, Patreon. My friend zone episode with Robin is on fire <laughs> it's filled with gossip uh, speaking of cults uh sarah edmondson who was just <gasps> on my show please listen to that episode it's so good not sarah, just because she says my name she did say your name <laughs> sarah edmondson who escaped the nexium cult from hbo's the vow oh, etc so uh was on my show but before she was on my show she invited me to a, a screening of the last episode of second season of a vow and i saw someone there and i was like i cannot believe this person's here uh i, I can't believe this and we mentioned that guy by name. Yes. Went into. I mean, it is just such a juicy episode. Patreon.com ch- slash Allison Rosen. But anyway, you talked about it up there. But then yes. you sort of teased it on the regular show. So I think it's like the fact that you almost joined a cult is... Is it's out common there. knowledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for Joel, please, Joel has a lot of
3: questions. I do. I hope I can answer them. In Thank a you. nutshell, mm-hmm. a couple of my friends were taking these classes from this guy. I almost said Fakakta guy in in, in South <laughs> Carolina. So at that point, I was like, I'm not doing anything this summer. I'll take these online classes. And it's just basically the idea is that everything is perfect. So if you get cancer, it's perfect that you have right. cancer right. because it's whatever happens is the most perfect manifestation of that cancer it could go for anything so he rationalizes that everything's perfect and i started i emailed him once about a writing thing a career thing i made the mistake of emailing him directly being like how does this apply to how does it's perfect apply to this shit sandwich in my life in my (laughs) career and in that email i revealed that i was a television writer and a couple of months later, I got an email from him asking if he could pitch me a television show. And I said, yes, out of pure curiosity. And then the show, we this is all recorded on a Zoom. I'm not even kidding. There is a record of this. We get on the Zoom and he said, this is based on a true story of when I fell in love with my partner. She was an older woman working at a bar, and we were so overcome with love for each other when we first saw each other that we went into the alley to have sex, and an alien spaceship <laughs> came down and infused my semen with alien characteristics. And Wait, we made what? together an alien baby. <clears throat> and I'm on the Zoom, like, <laughs> trying to cover up the face that Tony's making right now. <laughs> and, and at this point, I'd taken three sessions of class and they were not expensive i should say that but this was a, but the thing is i sort of got off that zoom as quickly as possible i had to go to a meeting and i at least i had something funny to talk about in the meeting what i didn't appreciate and what felt very culty to me and there he does have a following um, is that his follow-up was like, this is your project. If you sell this project, it'll be the easiest sale, casting and production you've ever experienced. Like God basically spoke, I could read the email, like it has been divine that you do this. And I'm like, that's a big, that's a lot (laughs) of pressure. Like (laughs) I gotta get my own stuff in line first before I start pitching yours. So he's just a guy, but he has a he has a relatively big following, and like my friends have friend I I so yes, I almost joined a cult.
1: Can I ask a couple of questions, please? How did you first hear about this cult?
3: Through a very good friend of mine who I love very much and is not she is not an idiot.
1: I didn't say why. Why was why was she pursuing this, or why did she like this?
3: She wanted she, she. I don't know how she heard about him, but she's always been into what is it called? Get, uh, it's those people that. Chant like um, when people have chant like Abraham Hicks. That's what I meant. Do you know who Abraham Hicks is? Oh, Esther Hicks. Oh boy, Esther
2: Hicks. It's just like these people speak through. Okay, a a medium. A medium. medium. Okay. So, can I just give the quick thumbnail on the Abraham Hicks (laughs) Esther Hicks thing, though? Because (laughs) I didn't. So, I had heard of Abraham Hicks because Jess Rona, who's dog groomer to the stars, she's great. She's great.
1: Don't know her either.
2: Oh, you got to get on the Jess Rona train. Expensive, but worth it. So expensive, but <laughs> yeah. worth it. But anyway, she makes these um vi- like slow motion videos of dogs set like with-, with air blowing in their fur, like set to music. And then they went viral and she had this whole like her- she's she's blown up. She posted this thing about um like i don't know like something about like bringing money or profit into her life because she'd been listening to a lot of abraham hicks and that's when i first heard the name and then i started hearing it more and more from like new agey people that i like respect though abraham hicks it turns out there is no person named abraham hicks oh, he's like haagen is there no haagen <laughs> <Hagen-Dazs? laughs>
1: no or frugian what Baja. yeah oh. there are two real guys named ben and jerry
2: Ba- in Orange true. County, was there was Heidi's Frogan Yozert. Uh, I so remember. That it was very you know good. It was, yeah, it was really good. And was, so
1: was the, uh, hum, there was a pun on Humphrey Humphrey's Yogurt. Yogurt. Yeah, it's yeah. still
2: there. It's in the Gelsons on Van Nuys <laughs> uh, okay, Boulevard. Wait, okay, but, okay, so okay so there's no Abraham there's no Hicks. Hicks. There's Esther Hicks, a woman who channels Abraham Hicks. <laughs> That's
1: perfect. Yeah. I just didn't That's know it for legit. so
2: long. I know. Okay. Well, this guy, let's Robin. just say
1: his
3: name was Kevin Grady. Kevin the guy Grady, in South Yeah, okay. he channels. Um, he channels a, a non-physical being named Felix.
1: An <laughs> alien or, or a cat? Or
3: it's just a, it's a group of non-physical, non-judgmental beings where everything is perfect. Okay. And so you'll, and so he gets on a Zoom with like maybe the thirty people in the class. So, yes, Tony, sorry. Tony.
0: <laughs> how long ago was? Because you're saying Zoom, so this is not very long ago. Tony,
3: this was this past summer of 2022.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, all right, continue. All right. It's
3: in a fact, fresh story. I may have been here even before I got that that pitch email. It was so startling. I laughed so hard when that email came in. Which is you have
1: an alien baby? No, well, wow, well, it didn't come out.
3: I actually want to forward you. The, the the uh All perspe the the sort of he wrote out his notes so you can read it for yourself. Okay. But he the the baby, the fifty one year old woman got pregnant with their baby oh and because he spoke Zulu to in his childhood, he's able to speak Zulu to the alien baby. Was he from Africa? He said he was raised he spent the first few years of his life in South Africa and was raised by a nanny who spoke Zulu. So he's speaking to his unborn alien baby in Zulu. Okay. <laughs>
0: okay
3: (laughs) and then the baby was giving them like light codes and communicating with them and then the baby told the mom that it had to go away and
1: die and it wasn't
3: (gasps) going to be able to come onto the earthly plane
1: that's disappointing
3: that's sad but also it would be hard for that alien baby in this world (laughs) yeah where it's not do you think she was ever pregnant I don't know. I mean, uh, the hit, he had such conviction when he was pitching it to me. He's like, "I swear this is all true. She got pregnant."
1: And I don't want to be ageist, but if Please. I'm an alien, yeah, I'm looking <laughs> yeah. for a womb.
3: Don't choose the fifty-one-year-old. I'm year just old. saying,
1: right? It's <laughs> yeah. dusty.
3: It's yeah. And what <laughs> what was also sort of what was also very culty to me about it was I knew offhandedly that his partner, his wife, was named, let's just say, Sarah. And then- You're
1: so afraid of these people.
3: I know. And then the woman that he was talking about was for sure a woman in the group named Annie. And so I was like, oh, you're clearly sleeping with that's And that's like the telltale sign of just like these men and the cult of individualism, these men who like get enough re- reaffirmation from a group of people that they think they can have alien babies and pitch television shows. Them.
2: <laughs> when you decided this was not for you- <laughs> Oh. Did they let you go easily? Yeah, there's been no follow up oh, from no. him from That's
1: the guy. Is well, here one thing I'd like to know? Yeah, is what in Nexium or Scientology they would call the tech?
3: Yeah, the tech. Oh, yeah. so oh the tech.
1: Was there useful? Yes, like human potential movement, kind of technology that was being imparted to you. That you're like, well, these people are nuts. I'm not so interested with the, about their alien babies, but I'm going to use this thing they taught me.
3: Yes, interesting. That there was there were a few key takeaways that I found useful at that at the moment I was in, this but past no longer. Summer. I haven't thought about the tech. You know what I mean? It but do hasn't... you think some
1: of it is useful? Yes, useful for manipulating other people, or actually just useful in life?
3: I think it's been useful for me in life, and I'm not a. I I don't know about manipulating people. I mean, all these people who leave Nexium and
1: Scientology, like, too bad that they became so evil because they're the message that they were teaching. That was was something
2: I asked Sarah because I was was wondering that, like, are there still Nexium things that you you use and, like, how do you reconcile that? And she was saying that it's. Um, that's like a, a, a conversation that's had between she and her husband, who also was Nexium. Oh, it, was like, she
1: married to that guy with a weird name? Nippy. Uh, Nippy. 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 Yes. He's my favorite character in the whole thing. He's he,
2: He's the only he's smart. He, no,
1: that's yeah. not fair. He's the, he's the smartest and most reasonable. Of Do
2: world. you know where Nippy comes from? His middle name is Nippert. NIPERT P E R T. But oh. you're
1: acting as if that un- unravels the riddle. <laughs> I'm, st- no. I'm left in unrable- the same place. It unravels the
2: riddle of where does Nippy come from?
1: Not really cuz you're left with Nippert. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anthony Nippert Ames. But
1: Nippert's not a name.
2: I I think it's had to have been like someone's last name like maybe oh. a maiden
1: name or something.
2: Sure. But still there's a lot of places you can go with Anthony Ames before you arrive at let's make nipper nippy yeah but anyway yes he's delightful <laughs> um but yeah she was saying that it's like i think i think it is a question of she was saying she's still like deprogramming still unlearning she, she things. will be forever i feel yeah. like um and that it, i think it is hard to figure out like what is something good that i learned versus what is yeah. like in the old days it, upon meeting someone new, she would like meeting me. She would instantly be trying to figure out like, okay, which Nexium program could could suit her? Where where would she belong in Nexium? What can I sell her? And that's like a thing to unlearn. Yeah. That yeah, I think you're sort of unbraiding yourself for life. I mean, we're yeah. we
3: all are from like whatever wiring we were trained with, but then to have that on top of it. But much like most like cults, I feel like they hooked me in with stuff that was making sense to me at that time.
1: What was the main thing that hooked you in? You were like
3: Just like my friends that were in it seemed very happy career wise. Like it Uh, seemed like they were calling in things that were meant for them career wise. And I was like, oh, that seems great. And so I just asked them, I was like, who is this guy you keep talking about? So and then. And then everything he was saying at the beginning really, really made sense. Hmm. Like, I, and I can't, I wish I could call up more specifics, but I, I will say I was on the third session and I was kind of like – it was very clear that every class was the same thing, just well, repackaged. No offense,
1: but it didn't sound like you picked a top-tier cult.
3: Oh, oh for, <laughs> of course I didn't. Everything but some I do guy is DL. in South
1: Carolina with yes. 30 people, not your workout yeah. class. No, oh,
3: not oh, my workout class. That has that more is people than it all. all. No. But yeah, it's I picked a. I picked not a great cult and I made myself too available to the cult leader because what's next? Tap tap tap, come wish Gary up. Uh, oh.
1: <gasps> I knew I'd get it. I knew if I just hung in there, I'd get it.
2: So now what are you going to do? Google Gary plus cult and think you expect it to come up?
1: For South Carolina, I got all I need.
2: Oh, no. Do you want Do you want us to take that out? No, it's fine. Okay. He, I can bleep I w- it if you want. <laughs> I will answer the question that I imagine some people have. Yeah. But not you, Robin, because oh. we were talking about it. But – um. I was like, I've got to see this guy because I was picturing never good
1: looking. They're never that good. looking.
2: I was. But I was picturing like
1: I can't get over Keith Raniere.
2: I know. No. <laughs> I,
1: playing I, volleyball. Like it's all it's all freshman dorm stuff. It's crazy. It's I, like cuddling and touching people's so, feet. Yes. kissing them
2: On the lips. I was. But in my oh. mind, it was like a Jesusy hippie guy, like playing a guitar, like yeah. tanned. Osho. And what did you say?
1: Like Osho, like the guy from Wild Wild Country.
2: Oh, I didn't see that. Okay. But is he attractive?
1: No. No, but he definitely looks Jesus y. But
2: Very I pictured Jesus-y. like attract an attractive Jesus y yeah. guy. That's what we all where, want. Where yes, where you're just like to jump ahead. He oozes sex or something. <gasps> right. Olga, not at Oh, no. I was like, oh my God, this is the guy? Hold this on. is the guy. If you're
1: like a super good looking dude, your you're right, first you don't course have of action isn't, I oh gotta spend the next 12 years starting a cult in order to get <laughs> you're laid. Right, you you're go right. straight to get laid.
3: But the thing is, I <laughs> you're don't so think right. anybody sets out, and I don't think they say in the vow, you don't, Mark Vicente says you don't join a cult because you never know that it's a cult. And I also think it's what happens when enough people say yes to somebody, whether it's a celebrity yeah. or a religious leader or somebody If enough people gather around this person and say, Yes, yes, yes. You're great. That person's gonna go from like I'm dispensing useful information to I'm impregnating them with alien babies. But like right. we, it makes them crazy.
2: But I, you have to have a special predisposition predisposition toward that, don't you think? Because I think yes. if anyone. Like, heaped praise on you, Tony, and me. Joel, I'm not sure about you. But the three of us, I don't think we would start cults. But No, but if, like, enough people were like, if we turned into
3: the Opie and Anthony of Burbank.
2: <laughs> oh, dare to dream. <laughs> like, we
3: could start believing that our shit didn't stink. Yeah. And, like, we That's could go different. anywhere and do That's anything. That's different
1: than starting a cult. That's a real narcissistic. But, like, but
3: doesn't it start there? Isn't mm, that?
1: Lots of people become famous. They don't start cults. Okay.
2: I mean it takes something special. What It's yeah, yes. Yes. What do you think is the the deciding like what do you think I starting think, a cult is about?
1: I think narcissism is a big part of it. I think there's um all kinds of of needs for control and power and um I mean, first of all, it's so much work. running a cult it looks exhausting
3: but you outsource it to the people around you but you still have to like
2: stay on top of it
1: you need that you know what you should have you need the david miscavige kind of like (laughs) uh was it oh gosh uh peter from the bible um sure uh, there's a
3: peter there's definitely he's an apostle
1: but the main guy who really starts christianity
2: paul paul Paul. mary sorry
1: i'm such a jew (laughs) it's paul right that's why i felt uncomfortable with peter i think so Yeah. yeah 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 paul or you need um or that woman from Wild Wild Country. You need that Sheila, Sheila, you need or that- Nancy
2: Salzman. Yes, yes, you need that person. Two. Yeah,
3: it's yeah. true. You need right. the the, the, the sort right of hand, the captain that will go out, or the foot soldier
2: that will yeah. go out and do all your stuff. Your Goebbels. It's not. Yep. Would he or I don't know which one
3: Goebbels? Yeah, he was. Wasn't he in charge of the press? Himmler.
2: I don't know my Nazis. Goebbels. Yeah. Gubels.
3: But yeah, it's, you need that. It's, yeah, but enough people, and they have those lieutenants that go out. But if you want to read about a lazy cult leader that truly made (laughs) everybody do her work for her, read about guru jagat have you heard of guru jagat no oh. she's not
1: the hugger is she no okay that, no, the that's Amma. oh yeah, yeah she's the hugging Sorry, guru. Who's the-
3: guru jagat there's a lot of podcasts about her now npr npr just did a this podcast about her this is-, this is
1: this is i'm guru jama this is the sound of my yeah
3: voice. so guru jagat is a kundalini teacher who is teaching oh, in venice geez, okay Okay, and somebody told me to go take her class. So I took her class and I was like, this class makes me feel weird. I don't want to go back again. And then they were opening an east side version of Rama, which is their studio name. And in, in on the east side it wasn't on the east side, but I went and I was like, now I feel even weirder just because her vibe was weird, the vibe of the people was weird. I was like, this is not I do a lot I did a lot of yoga. I was like, this is not my scene. Long story short, she got radicalized during the pandemic. She went over to Germany. And she broke her ankle, and she had a pulmonary embolism, and oh. is dead. <gasps> oh, this did not go thought, where I thought it was going. No, she's I thought fully Kundalini dead. was
1: already kind of in trouble. <laughs> well, that's and, like, the
3: thing; she started to get in trouble for being an apologist for the leader of Kundalini, who was like allegedly is that raped. Bikram? Yeah, no, it was uh, Yogi Bhajan. Oh. And so she and then so she was just a
1: white guy in L.A., right?
3: No. Oh, sorry. Yogi Bhajan was from India.
1: OK, but he was he did some bad things. right? He did
3: some terrible things. Yeah. But she was apologizing for him. Oh, yeah. Yogi Bhajan said like rape. He said some horrible things about rape. And so like and he's pro basically okay. and had a lot of had a harem and all the typical stuff yeah. And so it was all coming out during the pandemic and Guru Jagat was pro just like not apologizing right. for him and just keeping the train running and it's a really interesting story her number 2 who's now the number 1 was this guy Harijiwan. and Hari Jiwan spent 8 years in jail for a to- for um selling toner f- fraudulent toner to different companies like and like stealing toner? yeah stealing money for huh. print from printer
2: toner it's fascinating you get 8 I mean
1: I don't understand. You, it you,
2: sounds like he did something bad, but, but eight years I, I for that. I don't understand
1: how the whole He's called the toner partial <laughs> system works.
2: No, It's like how yeah. much things
1: cost confuses me and how long you go to jail yeah, confuses yeah. me. You try and overthrow the government, you go to jail for like six, six weeks. Yeah. Right. And then, but
2: self-fraudulent toner. And which I feel like I bought that. It wasn't, we all
1: did.
3: It wasn't did, right? eight years. I think he was in jail for four to five years, but he was the one that saw her at a yoga studio and was like, she has the magnetism. Mm. She has the personality. Oh, she's going to bring Kundalini into the twat. She's going to be the Kundalini for her name was Katie, and they changed her name to Guru Jagat and convinced pe- a lot of people in Venice that she was a guru. And she wasn't. She was. Uh, she started being radicalized by QAnon. Talk That's
2: about narcissism.
1: And there's when- the German version of QAnon. What is it? <laughs> do you, no, it, so
2: do you, <laughs> no, I don't know okay. what it is.
1: So there is the, the neo Nazis infiltrated the um, police, and they got this. Uh, prince, I believe, some kind of royalty who had a good deal of money still, to try and – they had a plan to overthrow the government, kind of a January 6th thing there. Um, and they got caught and disbanded and people are going to jail. But the weird thing was one of the things they were following was QAnon, yeah. which doesn't really – they were trying to build the Fourth Reich and it doesn't mm-hmm. – I mean, QAnon's so specifically about American intelligence. But the whole idea – of the swamp and the corruption of the elites and the corruption of institutions translated somehow to Germany, which seems so weird to me.
2: That is weird. I didn't weird. know that. Those Germans. <laughs> Haven't they? They'll repurpose anything. Yeah, I know. Um, what I was going to say, though, is when you said that he saw her, and I'm being very vague because I'm forgetting who the specific, Katie. Katie he saw the, ma- she had the magnetism yes. and he's like, she could lead a cult. And just very quickly inside, I was like, oh. I want someone to see that in me. Right. I want to be scouted to start a right. cult.
3: Yeah, A little bit. We're yeah. both sad that Hari Jiwon didn't see that in us first. Yes. Yes. I, what does I, I she it. have
2: though? I could do a cult. Yeah. It I'm doesn't magnetic. matter that she's dead. She, we want to be more magnetic than yeah. her. I just, I don't want to start the cult. I just want the option. Yes. I just want someone to see that in me. You, you want know? to be invited to the yes. party. To, yes. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. Um. <laughs> okay. So much to get to. Let's quickly. I think
1: we covered it all.
2: So much other stuff. To oh, get sorry. To. Yeah, no. Let's let's do. Hey, go fuck yourself. This is early, very early to do it. However, I made a little boo boo last night, and <laughs> I suspect it. It and I, I want to talk about it. So, hence, it'll make sense why we have to do. Hey, go fuck yourself in a moment, Joel.
1: I, I wasn't. I mean, your email.
2: Oh, you weren't really going to do it in Hey, Go Fuck Yourself? No,
1: you said you just made a small mistake. <laughs> Everyone makes mistakes on emails. It's not a big oh. deal.
2: <laughs> it is a funny mistake, though. <laughs> it's okay, allow me to explain. I thought it really was going to come up in Hey, Go Fuck Yourself. I, I, you I, were making a joke. If
1: you want me to, I'm not really upset by it, but I can pretend.
2: <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean... Okay.
1: It was like the third. It was the third email of the day that someone mistakenly <laughs> sent me and apologized for. Like it's it, that's what email is.
2: Okay. Well, I just huh. I just thought it was really gonna. cut. You didn't use an uh, emoji or emoticon to indicate tone. Yeah. So I didn't. Th- that's know.
1: my that's my go fuck yourself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I have started very late in the game getting organized with. E- this is not how you go fuck yourself by the way. I've started getting organized with email. And so I actually have folders now. Brag. I mean, I have, <laughs> I have been doing this show since 2000. No, 2000. What? Since 2010 oh. in some form. Um, no, 2009.
1: This is important. <laughs> Get this right. Because <laughs> this goes in the archives. <laughs>
2: well, it's a long fucking time. Is that is I'm a saying. long time. A long – but as a podcast since 2012. But regardless – I just started organizing my email. I now have a folder called Guest Consideration, So when someone pitches me a guest, I put it in there, and then I never look at it it's it It's not without flaws and I also, when I would book people on the show, and especially during Zoom, where it was the same like I have to give them all the information which but I think feel people often don't read about the segments and here's how you cord yourself and da 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 I would just like type it up whole cloth each time or go into an old email and copy and paste and finally recently i was like i'm gonna get a template so that i can just if it's this show i use this template if it's this show i use this template i feel like everyone else did this a long time ago i just started doing it so i wanted to ask you guys if you could do 4:30 instead of four and i also wanted to give you the inf- the address and the information i'm surprised you haven't played the get to the point I, Rob, I, yet?
0: my finger was hovering over it let's just hear it
2: I'll oh, get to the point. <laughs> Sent you guys the email. You were all kind and responded, yeah, 4:30 works. And then I looked much later. I looked at it and it said, "Hi guest, so excited to record with you date." Yes. Yes it did. <laughs> and I was mortified. I giggled pretty hard,
3: knowing how mortified you'd oh, be. Good, okay. But I, it's it's great, and this and and Joel and Joel might ha- was going to make it as go fuck yourself. That's what really, I thought. But, but, really. but turned well, out he just was just kidding. You had
1: such an extreme reaction of of how horror, mortifying. <laughs> I you had you had committed committed some horrible sin. Like,
2: I mean, it's not as bad as when years ago I was telling I wanted to tell my friend about this exchange I'd had with a guy I liked yes. and what he had said. And I sent it to that guy. Of course. Ah. That was worse. Yeah.
1: I am now really good friends with this woman, Lauren Zelaznik, who I met because she was running oh, VH1 and okay. Bravo at the time. And I had sold them a TV show called Hey Joel. And I had written the pilot or it's sold not pilot. I had written it and she commented on my script saying she couldn't believe I was a professional writer uh, must be my editors who do all the work. This isn't even in a reasonable font. Like, she just went off on me, right?
2: What font was it in? Probably, Courier. Probably Palatino. Wingdings. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she sent it to me Aye. instead of who she meant to send it to. And then, so I didn't know what to do. Um, but I responded to it and she initially denied it. And then What did you
2: What was your response? Yeah. Something
1: kind of funny and self deprecating. And I don't know. I was just trying to get by. And, uh, and, It turned out she had written a piece because two people, I think it was Fenton Bailey and Randy, uh, those reality show producers, had done it to her, Uh, had sent her an email about her by accident. Now she had done it to me. But then we became really good friends.
2: That's nice. Does it come up in your – do you guys talk about it?
1: I wrote a column about it for time. (laughs) This was so long ago. This was like late 90s. So like I think it comes up occasionally, but mm-hmm. not much.
2: But what
3: was the bridge to friendship? Did yeah. she feel Here, so bad I, that I want that she had to become your friend?
1: I think so. And then I mentioned <laughs> I was I had this crazy deal because if you were under <clears throat> like forty, you could become a member of the Rainbow Room for three hundred bucks a year and you could hmm. eat breakfast for free there whenever you wanted. That's cool. So Meanwhile, like brought- now
2: he writes for A A R P. So I can
1: tell you about all the bargains. Um, <laughs> Uh, and I, I think I invited her, and then she joined. So we were both, and we were both members together. That's that nice.
3: A the it, Rainbow Room in New York.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was like right across from where I worked, so huh. I could just stop by and have eat this breakfast, very fancy breakfast, and read like the, the Financial Times or whatever you felt important doing up there.
2: Like, what kind of breakfast are we talking about?
1: Oh my god! Well, this was a. This became a problem because. I became I went at least once a week, and so I became regular. All the people there knew me, and so as soon as I walked in, they'd start making my breakfast, which was an egg white omelet with smoked salmon inside. And I think some fruit. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah. But by the hundredth time, yeah, I want wanted out, but I didn't know how to get out because I was norm, right? Like I walked in, they said hi, and they brought me this thing, and, right? And I loved being norm, but I, oh, it was really difficult to try and get a different breakfast.
2: Did were you ever able to attain it?
1: I was at a conversation. It was a difficult conversation. <laughs> it wasn't difficult for them. They didn't yeah. care. But for no,
2: me I get for it. Me. And then, and what was your alternate? Do you remember? Remember? <clears>
1: I think it was like scrambled eggs. <clears> hmm. <throat>
2: wow! Yeah. Wow! Out of left field. Wow. Well, no, it was a
1: bagel. I don't know. I, I yeah. mixed it up a little bit. At that I point.
2: understand. Yeah. <laughs> Robin, have yes. you ever made an email foible? Like sent some? Because you work in TV. Have you sent someone? The, mm, the wrong person notes or anything like that. I have made
3: a friendship ending
2: text. Oh, fo- oh no. yeah,
3: but what it's, be- fo-
2: foible was the word you used. Um, yeah, this sounds bigger than a foible.
3: I heard, I, I heard something about a, a, a very good friend that I wish I hadn't heard and I texted that friend. Funny that we're talking about like the 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 vice president, the number twos, the the toner bandits. <laughs> I I I texted that dear friend's toner bandit and said I shouldn't be hearing the stuff about XYZ. And my dear friend happened to be holding the other person's no, phone and saw no. it and wrote, This is this is your dear friend. Please go fuck yourself.
2: Oh, really? That was verbatim? Wait, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. To clarify, oh, you
1: texted someone, you sent it to the right person. I, But it was it about re- a person who happened to be with that person looking at that person's phone at that time. Correct. <laughs> oh, that's, an, and a it's, series taken, unfortunate back, it's taken
3: a, yes, and it's taken a long time to get back to normal, but oh, it's fine. I'm sorry. But yeah, I, oh, so
1: you're back to your friends again.
3: Yeah, but it, I don't know if it'll ever be the same, but oh. I, I wish in a perfect world, like when I have, talked about the story in therapy. The thing I I have to remind myself is like, I wasn't doing it to be gossipy. I was literally doing it to be like, if I'm hearing about it, and I'm so far out of the circle. Mm. Yeah, that's problematic. And I should have been more direct and told the person directly. But I went to the person's number two, because I just thought that might be the path of least resistance. And I was I was it was not meant i I can't believe yeah that holding was my, that other person's phone.
2: That was my reaction when you said, I shouldn't be hearing about this, that it was like a protect, was it like a protective measure for your friends? It, sort of?
3: In my mind, I was trying to save him from, or her from what I heard, which was not great. Yeah. So I was just trying to go about helping that person, but I did it, I did it. I did it in a roundabout way, and I I paid the price. That
1: person had a number two of some kind, like an assistant, or what is number? Just two? a
3: person who was a, a person who was close to him, a consigliere.
1: Wow, you run in crazy circles. I you're, don't. I think of you was it like just a sounds more dramatic than and it you're is. in like a.
2: And she's cults. in the mafia now.
1: And then you... Yeah. No.
3: It's, a, it's, a, it's a very colorful... No, I don't... This These stories all make me sound more interesting than I am. They're just like sad, horrible things that have happened.
1: <laughs> I still understand the circles you run in, though.
2: No, I don't even run in circles.
1: <laughs> I, I, I,
2: Were you friends with the consigliere? Yes. Very good friends. Closer to that one than the other one? No,
3: I was closer to the other one. But okay. I just... I really had the... Truly had the best of intentions. And man, did I fuck that up.
2: But see did the one who, who who the the one who it was about it sound do they listen to this podcast? I don't think so. Okay. Uh do you think that might change soon cuz I no. always love a listener. No. Do you <laughs> <laughs> um it seems like they overreacted. Perhaps. Cuz it cuz it's I mean, maybe out of shame. I don't know what the content was, but like maybe out of shame or something because you were
3: trying to be protective. I was trying to be helpful. I was trying to be protective. I was just trying to say like, hey, like I'm a million miles away from this. Why is it coming up in casual conversation? Right. And these people know like it and it wasn't the first time it had come up and it by like the fifth time. That's when I decided to text.
2: Was it an inappropriate romance kind of thing?
3: It it was in that vein, okay.
2: but uh, I just
3: I I learned so much from that. It was so painful. I, what when did you that, learn? I just learned to keep your shit tight, and like don't get I. From that moment on, I am—I use my friend Mickey Rapkins' phrase: "I am not involved. I am yeah. not involved. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah, I hear something about a dear friend. I'm not involved."
1: Mickey Rapkins. Do a, you know no, Mickey Rapkins? No, he's a cult leader?
2: Yes, he's I, my know, I know. I know Mickey Rapkins. Leader. He's great. I don't know him personally, but. In magazines at the same time, in New he York. was a
3: magazine writer and he wrote um, the book that Pitch Perfect was based on. He oh. followed
2: an a cappella group around for a oh, while. Cool. I feel
3: like you guys would know each other. I'm actually surprised
2: you don't know him.
1: Wow, Joel!
2: Yeah, I don't believe that at all. You had what's his face? What's his face to your house for dinner and you're and, and you had to gently kick him out.
1: Oh, yeah, but I don't like George. Th- yeah, but we're not friends, I'm not like I go call George Clooney. George
2: Clooney. Oh, no, well, friendly. that's exciting yeah but but if we're gonna drop names and you don't have to say who it is if you don't want before the show started and i do have clearance to bring it up i'm not i'm not uh pulling a consigliere move robin told us that there's a very very attractive famous pop star who works out at her gym directly next to me not just at the gym Her class and, in and my then, class and then in the course of telling us she tripped and like fell into a little <laughs> side table
3: <laughs> because that's what it's like to be in this class with this person is like you you never feel more your age or older than when you're surrounded by one of the most good-looking people in the entire world
1: we shouldn't name the person no okay
2: but I feel I you just already feel thought he was attractive before you saw him in person. And now upon seeing him in person, it's just through the roof.
3: Yeah. And there's some people that you meet in person. You're like, cool. That wasn't what I thought it was going to yeah. be or whatever. And this is just like, this is, uh, this was just, I look away. I can't even look at him.
1: You can beep to- this out, but is Kirk Cameron that good-looking person?
3: <laughs> there was a time where it went like I was cuckoo yeah. for Kirk Cameron?" And they shot Growing Pains right next door to you on the on the Warner Brothers. Oh uh, yeah, no. they did. Um, it, it, uh, sorry, what was the question? No, no, no. Oh. But is
1: is this person? That attractive?
3: Y- yes, I think um, I think the world would agree. He's he's an attractive, attractive. Okay, but
1: my wife and I play this game called Better Worse the Same. If okay. we see someone famous like, okay. in person, are they better worse? The same.
3: <laughs> way better, way better. Because I was a fan of his stuff, mm-hmm. um, but and but never you know never considered going to see him in concert, et cetera, et cetera. And then and then I was just like. The first time, I was like, oh, my God. The second time, he said hi to me. I he, was said like,
1: hi. Yeah, Unprovoked. he said
3: hi. Yeah, he
2: said hi. yeah. you left that out?
3: I yeah. did. I'm What'd sorry. What did you go with? Well, I just then I texted my cousin and her daughter and just wrote, I think I'm going to scream. Like, I thought I was going to throw up, which is not how you want to feel before a workout class. No, <laughs> That's not exactly cheap. You know? What did
1: you go with? That? with yeah, what response? was your response? I went,
3: hi. I already went, hm. I don't know. I don't know what I did. I don't
2: know. Is he just super friendly? Yes. I've got to go to this class. I know. Do you have to be good at working out? No. Okay. You just have to have a lot I'm a of money. Klutz.
3: you saw me. I'm on the trip. It's very exciting, but I have to say, I I hope he doesn't come anymore because- What? That
2: sounds so distracting. It's
3: just, no, I hope he does come because it seems yes. like he enjoys it. Yeah. But um, I have to get more used to
2: him being there. What would be like the, okay, and we haven't named him, but <laughs> one of the biggest pop current pop stars in the world right now. What would be like the ideal activity for him to show up at? Probably one of his shows. <laughs> Cuz <'Cause laughs> then you're not caught off guard. Are you talking about like a date? No, I'm uh, saying like
1: This is just it. to see him somewhere. Yeah, if, he, if you're this,
2: No, but but it's interfering with her working out.
1: No, this is the best place a celebrity Do you
3: have any idea shop. how disgusting I look when I'm in there? Yeah. It's like I look so gross. Is it hot in there? And are I, you
1: wearing makeup now? too glass? Have you switched uh, Have you switched your outfits or anything?
3: I don't have enough workout outfits to the point where one of my friends in my workout class brought me a bag of clothes because she wants me to have better workout clothes. Because of this guy or just in general? I think because of this guy. (laughs) But I did fill in my eyebrows before I went to the last class. Ah. I don't wear – I can't wear them. It's too sweaty. But I was
2: just like, I hope he thinks my eyebrows look good. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because when you think – like, that would be a little bit of a nightmare actually to run into like someone who, according to you, drips sex when you're – in your, you know, workout clothes and unless you-, you like that
3: look. No, there are some women in there who look gorgeous when they're working out mm. and they were born to be there and I'm definitely on the older side and it's intimidating to begin with. But does he say hi to everyone? Um, he's very friendly.
2: I don't really I just know love him. I know. All of a sudden. I know.
3: <laughs> Hope this isn't annoying. I just want to protect his privacy because it seems like this is the thing he enjoys to do without that feels like a normal person thing yeah
2: so so in the course of going about your day (laughs) what would be the ideal activity for him to appear during maybe walking my dog yeah
3: i look terrible walking my Mm. dog but at least i'm like in control of the environment like i know where i am you can meet my dog you know Mm -hmm. it's working out is just like too much of my body showing and it's just too much so
2: speak oh no go ahead
1: no, I'm thinking. I think that would be ideal for me if I if I had a crush on anyone besides my wife, which I don't. To see them in a workout class, I think might be ideal. Right?
2: Are you right. now? Are you being pervy because you're like because they would be yeah. wearing? Okay, you are.
1: I don't like I don't like your impression of me being pervy. First of all, <laughs> so, I'm a much smoother perv.
0: I
2: like your workout. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah,
2: there was a lot cool of like tank. So it's because it's sort of like you would want to see them at the beach. This is better that's interesting i see what you're saying but like that's people- a very masculine way of regarding this where male gaze yes 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 whereas we're thinking about how we would appear
1: th- yeah right it's Again, the, the female male narcissism yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's
2: also a class
3: where there's a lot of beautiful people up that look great mm. and are there three times a day and mm. eat nothing
1: is this the best looking person in the class oh good question if, if this person wasn't famous and you were just looking around the class yes
3: wow yes okay yes By a mile. Wow. Also, not a lot of men take those classes. So he's. Is it like a. It's mostly women in it.
1: Jazzercise?
3: It kind of. Okay.
1: (laughs) I don't keep keep up on the classes.
3: Remember Mouseercise? No. (laughs) But Mickey Mouse
2: did Mouse. Tony. Yeah, there's a record. You should do that for.
1: It's on my list.
2: Okay, great. I
0: haven't gotten there yet, but Um, the way
2: you said Tony (laughs) was so melodic. I was Uh like, Tony, Tony. (laughs) You should. Yeah, Tony's podcast,
3: Bizarre Albums, is really good. And if they do Mouseercise, oh, how lucky would we be? (laughs) Did (laughs) you ever do
2: Zumba? Yes. Did you? I didn't break a sweat. No, Zumba wasn't for me. I was. Forty years too young for that class. <laughs> you Have do, you?
1: You do PS twenty two?
2: Oh yes. Okay. Daniel had the DVDs. That was a big and deal. And I did. And who's the guy who does it?
1: Paul Ryan. Oh no! The, no no! Oh, sorry, the leader. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> I don't
2: remember that. Um, Whoever the yeah. PS, and right. he was like, there was something so.
1: Px ninety, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah.
2: So oh. salacious that he said he's like.
0: It was like to- it's Tony something, I think.
2: Yeah, it? but uh, my brain is saying Hawk or yeah, Little, but is it's is neither of those. Um, because Tony Little is the Gazelle.
1: Oh, Tony Little had, they had exercise program too. Right? Yeah,
2: the Gazelle, and he put his his hair through the yeah. band yeah. in his hat. he had
1: some Susan Powder energy. Oh yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But Tony yeah, yeah. Horton. Tony Horton.
1: I he's I did an article for Los Angeles Magazine last week where I got I went to this group this woman has this uh workout videos but she came to my house to do it with me called stoned and toned
2: no yeah you get high and then you get and then you work out you,
1: you got all that from stoned and Toned, yes <laughs> exactly yeah she gets you wasted and like uh,
3: how stoned well like, I, you know i shouldn't say she gets you.
1: no because um you know you do it yourself on this video so up to you but she i don't uh i'm not very familiar with the weed so i i had a she had to kind of try and calibrate for me. How'd uh, so I wanted I want to get pretty stoned to do the thing. <laughs> to get
3: pretty stoned.
1: But every time I looked over to see if I was doing the move right, she was sucking on that vape. Like,
3: are you serious? Every
1: single time. Yeah.
3: Was she supposed to be leading you in the workout?
1: Yeah. And, and the, she was all, just
2: vaping it up?
1: She was still doing the, the things right, but yeah.
2: Some people That's are so – like Doug Benson is the most yeah. functional – Stoner. Yeah, so some people some
0: of are amazing memory too. Yeah, or, yeah. I wanted yes, to do a podcast
1: amazing. called "The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Stoners." Oh, that's good. Yeah, because these some of these people. But no, she. Um, in fact, all everyone who takes this class is a woman because the idea is that when you go to to your class and there are these famous attractive people, you become self conscious. Yes, and you don't. In it may intimidate you from going or make you not really focus as much. So her idea is the marijuana would take away some of those anxieties
3: <sighs> but then you have to worry for doing your workout correctly like i don't know i'm mm. i smoke plenty of pot okay i couldn't do it high i oh, couldn't do those I'm, classes yeah, high i'm useless yeah i would be useless I, or i would just be a mess yeah i, I don't think i would I, I like the idea though i like i like her i
2: like her idea yeah so how was the workout for you?
1: Well, you know, it's this thing a lot of people are pushing. The, the Joe Rogan has guys talking about like big weightlifter guys talking about getting stone when they work out. I'm like It's a really. thing because you're supposed to be able to focus on the movements and your muscle instead of just like – um. Is, so I, d- I actually went and lifted weights after – I didn't – it was nice in that, like, the time was moving in a different way, and that was mm-hmm. sometimes good, but it didn't, I wasn't able to do any more focusing on my exercise.
2: When I get stoned, and it's been many, many years, but I would find that time would slow down. Yeah, yes, in a way where I'm like, okay, I, I want this to be that. over. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, for sure. Yeah. That's, a, it would make the class feel very long. Yes. That's not how. toned. Mm mm. Um, but. Speaking of health, oops. <laughs> I just dropped. So sorry, that just spilled no, on you. it's fine. <sighs> Listen, you've been stewing about a health problem you have. You almost resort to texting your group chat to get your friends' opinions. You're extremely unlikely to find quality medical advice in your group chat, especially if you send it to the wrong person, Robin. No offense. Um, but you can't. <laughs> <laughs> that was meant to be a funny callback and it just came off as No, it's, it's good. But it's you good. can find it from a doctor on ZocDoc. Thousands of medical professionals on ZocDoc are there to help you. They listen like a friend. They give you the expert care you need. Uh. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. Go to ZocDoc.com slash bestfriend and download the ZocDoc app for free, then find and book a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z O C D O C, dot com slash best friend, ZocDoc dot com slash best friend. And then I also want to talk to you guys about Kitsch. Um, they say the hair care is the new skin care, but there is one brand that is taking it to the next level. With a cult-like following, oh. but in the in a good way. Kitsch has created game-changing essentials. Beauty enthusiasts and me swear by from satin pillowcases, we were just talking about that earlier, to time-saving towels. Kitsch knows hair care doesn't stop in the shower. And by the way, Kitsch isn't only hair care. Whatever your budget, your skin type, your hair type, Kitsch believes you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices, morning, noon, and night, and in the middle of the night which is now when my three-year-old wakes up, started in 2010 by selling hair ties door-to-door, literally just hustle and a dream. Kitch is self-funded, female-founded, and now carried in over 20,000 retail locations. Kitch's bestsellers include satin pillowcases. I have some of their satin pillowcases. They are so smooth and nice. Caps and eye masks. Satin is vegan and cruelty-free and they are so great for your hair and skin while you sleep. Shampoo and conditioner bars. Yes, bars. Bottle-free beauty. Heatless satin. Curling rollers say bye bye to heat damage. They are, t- there are TikTok videos of people throwing away their $600 curlers for this. And the amazing thing is this is only a fraction of the price at $18. They also have quick dry hair towels, classic hair ties, and yes, scrunchies. Right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitch.com slash Allison. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitch spelled M Y K I T S C H dot com slash Allison. One more time, mykitch.com slash Allison for thirty percent off your order. Okay, I love it. I love it. I love it. Short answer is no. <laughs> the wrong when it's convenient. <laughs> I. It do. sounded right. Here, here's where it's going to get
0: uh, a little murky. That one's really long. I've I never know. even heard that one.
2: I was I expected to hear the one you that sounds like this. And then I did it again.
0: <laughs> What's going on? Told you I'm very scattered today. Okay, okay.
2: That's, what that's what I, I expected. To hear, okay. <laughs> did you guys watch the Super Bowl? Yes. Yes. Did you, Joel? Super Bowl. Super what? Bowl, Joel.
1: I watched the halftime show. <laughs> I reviewed the commercials and I watched the last uh, six minutes. Oh, I feel like I did it well.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I it I didn't game. watch the whole game. Yeah. or any of the game. Yeah, uh, I did see part of the halftime show. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed that. I yeah, and did then too. I yeah. was surprised that there are. Do wait, Did you say meh? Yeah. Why? Because her mobility was limited. Because she is in a beautiful stage of life called pregnancy.
1: <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> okay, um, then why? Uh, you know, I just need a little more action. Like I, I was impressed that she was high up. Now that I know she's pregnant, I'm not sure that was such a good idea. It
2: seemed really dangerous. Yeah,
1: it seemed super dangerous and scary. But other than being high up and it looking like some kind of video game on your phone with a lot of like white characters, oh yeah. and baby, I just didn't. It just seemed stagnant seemed Mm. uh didn't seem to have a lot of changes like unlike last year with dr dre and then it just seemed like a lot going on or lady gaga where there was just a lot of of even the weekend with the insane choreography i just felt like as i was seeing a concert
3: Hmm. i um i remember at the very the very last beat when it went back to commercial it went back to like an apple commercial everyone at the party that i was at was like oh because we were all so excited to see it but I the reason I liked it, and I, the whole time I was like, "Is she pregnant?" Because I had read, I had seen on some site like expect a big surprise, and I was like, "Maybe she's pregnant." And then I saw those bumpers bef- just during before commercials, and I was just looking at the pictures of her. I was like, "She looks pregnant again," but needless to say, very fast. I just yeah yeah, I just liked that she that she didn't break that, that it was clean that it was just her. It was mm. all her songs. She executed like 25 songs. Yeah. And it was just her singing. I mean, and I I, I thought that ending shot when she's singing Diamonds in the Sky looks so cool. But I understand it wasn't like a spectacle. I knew more Broadway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and if you think about it, when they start bringing in those guests, it is a little like stressful. Yes. In, yeah. the, in the transition when you're bringing guests on and off. And maybe she was just like, I'm pregnant i'm the star (laughs) of the show it's gonna be take it or leave it it's me i'm not gonna bring
1: up on the pregnancy thing right i just wasn't noticing that
2: it she yeah she she, everybody at the party was like she's pregnant i i didn't notice it again i only saw part of it i was at a party um uh, owen had a meltdown at the end there was there was kids stuff happening there were owen went up the stairs i had to go up and make sure he was okay so i didn't really take it in at the time
1: rihanna's gonna be living that soon Yes. Right.
2: I know. Right. Um but I look I was looking at Twitter when I got home and that's when I watched like the full thing. Um and I was trying I was actually thinking if I didn't know she was pregnant from the commentary around it, would I realize she was pregnant in I never like on there? And then someone that I follow tweeted I wanna go zip up her jumper. And I'm like is that are they saying that she? Did they not realize she was pregnant? I don't know what the I don't know what they meant by that.
3: Maybe they were just confused by what they were seeing. Like the, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, And the big um, you know, the big red thing that she wore at yes. the end at the when she was on the thing that was um, I read. I didn't know this um, a tribute to Andre Leon yeah, That was that his too, big right? red Whoa. jacket. So that was like a really cool image. Um, but, and then did you catch she blotted herself with Fendi? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I loved Boo. that. Boo. I liked it. I liked it. I
2: just thought Girl she boss. did her.
3: Hashtag, it was streamlined, it was minimal, and I, I enjoyed it, but I can understand like my mom turned it off. She, didn't she, hate she it. was, I she performed was at a
1: halftime show. What? Did? I did.
3: Which one? The
1: one with Santana and Matchbox Twenty. What,
3: what did you do? That? In
1: like oh God. So it was in Tampa, I don't remember. Tampa, I think. I waved a flag. Wow. The, I ran around with a spankly you know f- shirt and waved the flag.
2: You huh. Oh was that for a story? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> you also were you weren't you the bartender on Watch What Happens when it was the facts of life <laughs> gals? Yes. Do you have we talked about this? No. Facts of Life is like my favorite it's a show. I had Same. Mindy Cohn on my show. <laughs>
1: it affected how I lost my virginity. For sure.
2: Please oh tell us everything.
1: <laughs> I mean, I really took to heart that episode where Mindy Cohn lost her virginity. To Snake. Yeah. And it wasn't great.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. And she didn't like, like it.
1: Yeah. And I was like, I'm not letting that happen to me. I want a special. I want to be in love. And I was. <laughs> That's I, so sweet. Yeah. And I was dating someone who I liked who was a little older than me. And, she, um, I, th- I thought she wasn't the right one, and there was a there was an incident where we, it sort of happened, but I like got a yeah you know, got away. It. I was gonna say got away. That's not quite right. But I was really like in a facts of life moment. where like that didn't count, right? Like that oh. it was very important to me.
2: And then when you officially lost it, yeah. did it feel it legit, felt right. or it were felt you <laughs> right. it no? But I mean, you For didn't real. you didn't feel like oh there had like did you tell her there had been a slip up. Or do do we just erase... I'm erased? sure I did.
1: We were very close. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure I did. That's,
2: that's so sweet. nice. That's so sweet. That's nice. Yeah,
1: but I think Facts of Life really...
3: What happened that. on Watch What Happens Live? Like, uh, you know you, how they have a bartender? Yeah, you were the bartender. It was Mindy Cohn. It was the
1: whole cast, right?
3: Oh, it was the whole cast. No. Oh, no. I think no. it was
1: just
2: Mindy and and it, Kim Fields. Oh, to
1: me, that's basically the whole and cast. And was
3: it a little really? bit... Really?
1: I'm a, a Blair
2: bit. and Joe fan, too. <laughs> me, too. That's, yeah. fair. that's fair. Not Pippa, though. Joe Polnicek? How about oh. Jerry?
1: from oh, sure
3: jerry's Jerry. great yeah.
1: i just read the david milch book where he saw her at the drugstore and was like you should be in my show deadwood and she, great. Was, and she
3: had a big part in deadwood right? yeah
1: and he, she's like well, what would i do he's like i don't know write yourself i'll put you in oh right wow. she, she i want know, that for myself
3: too i want uh, to yeah. be oh. in a cult i want to be in deadwood <laughs> uh, yeah i what i what i want to know is i well i'm rem- i'm a big watch what happens live fan okay so I feel like I remember, and I could be wrong, was Mindy Cohn a little bit yes. strident with Andy Cohen? She was a little bit, um, sh- like,
2: d- what does diffident mean? Diffident means, like, not giving a lot of answers, right? It sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it should mean that. She was a little bit like, I'm not answering that. I know better than to answer that. Right, right. It is my memory, but you were actually there, Joel. What's your memory?
1: I don't have a strong memory of that <laughs> event, believe it or not, even though it seemed so special to me.
2: Maybe it seemed so special to you.
1: Bartending, you got to really focus. Yeah.
2: How did this happen? How did you get that gig?
1: I've known Andy for a very – in fact, Andy worked for – they previously mentioned Lauren Zelaznyk when right. she ran VH1 and Bravo. And I knew Andy just from doing stuff. They let me run the – they had a channel called um, – oh, maybe it was – it wasn't Bravo, some other channel.
3: Abraham Hicks. Uh,
1: <laughs> they let me run Dixie. the channel for the week and program it and put whatever I want on it.
2: That's Whoa, cool. that's cool. Yeah. What'd you what'd you put on?
1: I definitely put on um the um what was the contest between the three networks? Battle of the Network Stars. Oh. Ran all the old Battle of the Network Stars. <laughs> great, 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 great. I created this show that I thought was gonna be really good that wasn't very good. It was basically me sitting in a leather chair, introducing it like Masterpiece Theater, but instead it was porn with all of the sex cutouts.
0: <laughs> That's funny.
2: That's <laughs> it really sounds funny.
1: funny. It was actually kind of boring. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It was a good idea, but the execution was like, what, I, I forgot what else we put on. We put on a bunch of stuff.
2: That's That's great. cool. And yeah. so did Andy know that you're a big Facts of Life fan?
1: I, th- I was in town promoting my book. I think oh. it just happened to be on the episode. You're so lucky. Yeah.
2: You're so lucky. lucky. What's your favorite Facts of Life episode if you have one?
1: I must. Did you ever hear Andy Barowitz's story about working on Facts of Life? No. no. I, I don't want to ruin it I, I please will... do ruin no no no, no. I'm not going to tell it but it's oh. in it's in like one of his books but basically there was a rule when you pitched stuff in the room at Packs of Life that they would shut it down the woman who created the show would shut it down if she said that's not a fact of life like it had to be an actual that's lesson that's bummer <laughs> this
2: is that's so eye opening
1: I
3: never thought about the title no and they
1: said that to and <laughs> They were doing like a special fifth anniversary episode and Andy and she's like, what would be special enough? And Andy said something so dismissive of the show that she said that is awful. And I think she left the room. But there was nowhere to go to, so she stood in the hall for like 20 minutes. It's a crazy story. I
2: love stories of real life storming out. Because you Uh, see storming out on television and movies all the time. What chose the
1: wrong door, basically, yeah.
2: I remember going to lunch with some people that I worked with, and one of them got angry and stormed out. And then stood by the car till everyone else came out
1: because <laughs> she the gotten a ride. Storming is hard.
2: <laughs> you can't do real life storming. Tony, did you happen to look up diffident?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Basically, it's like shy. It's oh, that's oh, not enough. Uh, that
2: you know, there's another word that I always want to Different? mean. While you no. think about it, I
3: okay. just want to say please, my please. favorite Facts of Life oh, episode was yeah. the
2: special Facts of Life in Paris.
3: Oh, oh. I love Facts of Life now. In Le Mans. Am I thinking about I? Can, so Family Ties and Facts of Life both went to Europe around the same time. Yes, the hairbrush this, was the Family hair, Ties. Okay, I
2: was gonna say it was the hairbrush Facts of Life because there ties. was like a camera and the yes. hairbrush.
3: Okay, was, okay no, all fam, right. okay,
2: Family Ties was um. Kylie, Natalie's fa- like, what's his name? Garrison, Kylie or something. Ka- uh, Natalie's favorite author is like oh, a yeah. wino, yeah. and they're and he has his book due, and they're going to get. So that's that plot. <laughs> um, Blair, like she goes to paint soccer core and <laughs> uh, or sketch it or something, and these like different like like creepy guys hit on her, and right. at the end she chooses herself. Right. Um, Joe falls in love with David, and oh, yeah. uh, there's a whole like Le Mans thing. Oh, Natalie and Tootie also No, all the girls are at this girl's school with like this very uptight woman who's leading it. And then they all decide to during the tour that Blair knows by heart, they decide to make a break for right. it. right? Because Blair's like, uh. they're going to direct our attention to the top of Notre Dame. That's when we make a break for it. And they all scatter and run away. Oh, and then Mrs. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I've lost myself. <laughs> Mrs. Garrett goes to chef school. Oh my god! And that's the right. chef is like mean, and then the driver's like, "Stick your guns, love." Oh my god! This show, Joel, looks we went pained.
3: from we went from <laughs> a girl's show, girl. It's not too. my favorite. Yeah. Edna's Edibles to Over Our Heads. Over I mean, heads, the, the yeah. show just meant a lot to a lot of people. We
1: should start a dispensary called Edna's Edibles.
3: Yes. Oh, that would yes, be really That's, so good. that's <laughs> and like four
2: people would get it and it would be amazing. <laughs> and I also had Pam. But they would
1: buy so much from yeah. marijuana because that's exactly the product of person we need.
2: Yes. <laughs> I had Pam Adlon on my show. Do you guys know who Pam is? Yeah. And she had played Kelly. What? Yeah. It's hard to realize it's her. Um, her name her before she was married her name was pamela sagal and there was a season where there was a girl named kelly who came was shoplifting from edna's edibles oh. and it turned out that she like almost like imprinted on joe and wanted joe to think she was cool and she said she was being like shaken down by a street gang and she had to give them money <laughs> but then it turned out that she was actually very rich
1: this is a good role for her yeah yes. yeah
2: but and she had like a she had a by level hair, a Svelby, pretty much. Um, what
1: would you call it? What a spelby. A What's that mean?
2: Short front, long back.
1: Oh, oh, uh,
2: you knew, you knew. <laughs> I did. It. No, uh, sorry. What do they call it? A uh, um, mullet. Uh, mullet. Yes, I had a
1: mullet for many years. Where I Me too.
2: Where I? Oh, I think you, I have you, one right now. <laughs> where I grew up, it was If you Google Svelby. my
1: name and mullet, I bet it beats your mullet.
2: Oh, mullet wars. Yeah, <laughs> mullet wars. That's also fun. Anyway, she was on the show, I think, for a season. And she said when I interviewed her that uh, some of the cast members were very not welcoming, uh. and that was a little heartbreaking.
3: Yeah, I also heard uh, a rumor that there, like, there was one season where a lot of the ladies gained uh, some lbs. Yeah, and I guess craft services, like at the crafty table, it was just like there were like gates around it so oh, that nobody boy. could. I mean, again, remember it was the eighties. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's uh, I I had heard that too. And next time you have Pam Adlon on the show, ask her about her role as Dolores Rebchuk in Greece too. I
2: wish I had. I wish you had been around when I first had I her can. on. I didn't remember
0: that she was in her, she's the, even, she's
2: that. She's
3: she's Lorna Love's little sister in Grease 2, and she's so good.
2: Daniel loves Greece too. That's why Perfect. Daniel and I are friends. <laughs> um,
1: well, can I ask a Super Bowl question? Yeah, it's not oh, halftime related. No. Yeah.
2: Oh, then you might want to direct it to Tony because he understands okay. football.
1: Well. I remember <clears throat> during past Super Bowls, when I was younger, there would be a lot of time spent on the losing team's uh, bench showing players crying. There was a lot oh, of crying yeah. at the end of the game. And I felt like there was no crying at all. And everyone was just like, good game, moving on. Like, I felt I, I lacked that gravitas. I, I, I needed to see people I, cry. I forgot that that was a thing they would do. What yeah. happened to the crying? I don't know. Do I you think, think it, they stopped crying or they stopped showing the crying?
3: Mm, that's a great question
1: yeah i do feel like i don't know if this was always the case and
0: i just never noticed it until the last few years that like when i was younger and i was like really into football and i would watch it and like if the team that i I was a bears fan and so like if the bears lost i would be like bummed the rest of the day and then like when i was older and i like realized like watching them after the game if they lost it was like Oh, they're, like, smiling and, like, talking to the other team. I'm like, why am I letting it ruin my day? And so, like, maybe maybe they make so much money now that they're just like, oh, you know. I don't think so. I mean, I wouldn't think, but
1: I don't know. I saw it's,
3: two of them hugging. There were two big players that yeah, from saw that. opposing teams that hugged. I That's just don't okay, know who they That's okay, but then you,
1: you hold it together, then you go cry afterwards.
3: Right. I would cry immediately.
1: I think they take it pretty seriously. I would, I would think it's so. That's the Super Bowl. I don't know. The, I was the Rangers, trying to throw out a weird theory. For a pre-season hockey game, the Rangers let me sit in the penalty box and I thought when people came in I would talk to them and make jokes and be like, let's talk about what you did wrong. And they were so serious <laughs> yeah. and so angry and so focused on the game yeah. that it, the intensity was uh, not to be messed with. So they, I assume they still cry. I would have be? I don't know.
2: You'd think just that amount of adrenaline... It but would they, make you. But cry. they didn't
1: spend much time afterwards, right? Like usually, there's a trophy ceremony. It seemed like they went straight to, um, to Master showed, Chef, right? They showed the trophy. <laughs> they did, yeah.
3: That's when I turned it off. Trophies, yeah, that's enough. Do you have, have any it? trophies? No.
1: You, don't None? you have no trophies. I threw your
3: out the trophies that I did have. What did you win trophies from? From like drama competitions okay. and like junior high. Why'd you throw them out? Because uh, it just, it, they kept moving from house to house. Mm. And at a certain point, you have to. Improv let it go. or singing? Or it you... was like Shakespeare scenes oh, and wow. like dramatics. I don't know. It was crazy. Good just theater stuff at, from high school, I
1: think. Is and, it pretty, yeah. pretty high level state competition? Or?
3: No, just Look. citywide.
1: Okay. What city was this?
3: Las- the city of Los Angeles, but I grew up in the valley.
1: Still, that's for drama. That's-
2: <laughs> I mean, like- Robin, didn't you go to the same high school that Val Kilmer did? Oh, I wish. He went to Chatsworth. Oh, okay.
3: It's weird. Val Kilmer, Kevin Spacey, and uh, Mayor Winningham were, and Nic- not Nicolas Cage, but there's one more guy that they were all at Chatsworth High at the same time. Mm. Oh, um, what's his name? Anthony Edwards.
2: Wow. Oh. What a
3: Brat Pack. I know, right there. And Kevin Spacey.
2: And Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Did you do sports? Do you have trophies? What's your story?
3: Where would you go to high school? Where are you from? Okay, everyone,
1: back off! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I don't have any trophies I know of. Oh, I, I find I that hard
2: it. to believe. A, A writing didn't trophy? Did you play tennis or something?
1: <laughs> no, I. No, I'm incapable of playing any sports. Okay. I grew up in New Jersey.
3: In New Jersey, yeah. Okay. They give out trophies
2: in New Jersey. <laughs> no, they certainly give out trophies, just not to me. <laughs> He has a story involving Chris Harrison, but I forget what it is now. The Bachelor's Chris Harrison?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't think I've a crazy story. He there's some E, I think, decided that he should produce a show and I should host it. Yes. Right. Which seemed very backwards to me.
2: Oh, I got it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we had to develop this thing and like pitch it to them. Then I ran into him in Vegas once, but
2: That's what that's why I know that. Yeah, right. Because I s because You're, my sister and I saw you in Las that's Vegas. Right. I and
1: thought, probably maybe the same time
2: yes where were what were you guys doing in vegas all at the same time um
1: i used to do a lot of stories in vegas
2: oh and i was there because this is where <clears throat> my parents liked to vacation uh uh your so... parents Asian? <laughs> <laughs> no okay um no they just like to gamble and they felt like it was like a decent uh amount of the decent car ride from orange county yeah. and i mean we went we went other places too but they just l- really like vegas uh so we all went to mandalay bay oh one, one that's year fancy. but,
1: but the yeah. the front part of Mandalay, yes. the hotel the hotel that's, that's what, what it's, it's called. called what
2: a terrible what a terrible the name hotel. for googling yeah. but anyway my sister and i were big joel stein fans we yeah. read him like every week
1: like many women
2: and yes, yes, like many, we were just a couple of many, and we saw him. Oh my god! We were like oh my god, it's essentials. Oh my god! Oh my god! And I mentioned this to Joel when he came on my show, and then he needed to hear about it in excruciating detail. And yeah. I didn't, I couldn't yeah. provide the detail he wanted. I
1: was very disappointed they didn't come up.
2: How to did it. it feel to have such big fans?
1: Well, it didn't. We feel didn't. Like anything we we they didn't, didn't come talk up to, to
3: him. I know, but now you know in <laughs> retrospect. Yeah, it
1: feels like lost opportunity.
3: Oh,
2: all right. Well. Next time. Next time. When I, when you go back in time and delete your condom comment, right. <laughs> I'm going to go back in time and I will have said hi to you. Oh, man. Useful ways of using the going back <laughs> in time thing. Very, <laughs> very,
1: very useful.
2: done a lot of thinking about this and I feel <laughs> that that is the best use of it. Okay. Let's do just me or everyone.
0: Sometimes I ponder on something.
2: Or done. is it just me
1: or everyone
2: all right robin do you have one i
3: do but can i ask a quick question yes. in my mind it's daniel your husband who's singing both the theme song and that song is it not <laughs> no it's not but i love that so much because like the
1: mental <laughs> image yeah it just seems
2: like it's him people get uh people have said before like what they think it is um
1: is, it, th- is it sinatra
2: it's Frank Sinatra. Oh, um, yes. No, right. it's this guy Tom uh, Rapp, who uh, goes who performs as Trap Dog, Ooh. Uh, and he did all the music a long nice. time ago. Yeah, great
3: job, Tom Rap, not Daniel. Um, hey, go f yourself! Oh, this is just me or everyone. Oh, this. Sorry, <laughs> is it just me or everyone, or is a public? Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Yes. Oh, and I know that by the time this airs and posts, in the rear view. It, it, it will be in the rear view mirror. But I just want to say is it just me or everyone? When I see a very loving Valentine's Day post on Instagram,
2: it's not just you.
3: I guarantee you, in two months, you will see a divorce announcement. Like not I, I'm not saying if you don't feel in love that you shouldn't post about it, but there's I something am. that makes me so nervous. Like don't post yeah. it. And mm-hmm. there's a blogger that I follow and I've been following her for years and her husband was always posting these flat, like, look Oof. at our wedding pictures. And I was like, they're getting divorced. And guess what? They're getting divorced. Wife and You guy. can't say who it this is. This is
1: the definition of wife guy.
3: Um, It's cupofjoe.com. Oh, I don't even know. Oh, they're be. breaking up. Do you know, you know them?
1: them? No. Okay. <laughs> it's still I mean, sad.
3: I don't. I don't even love that blog, but for some reason, sometimes I'm involved in that blog. And, and I just was mm. like, they, so just, I just want to say, if you post something, I will take it as your divorce yeah. announcement. Like
2: anything or
1: any, yeah, any super wife guy, flowery- any of, it, okay. any of it. I'm celebrating anniversary. I'm so glad you're part of my life. Ha- all of it.
3: But even wife to husband, my stepsister, the like worst. two weeks before she got divorced, put the most love back in the Facebook days, like put the most loving thing yeah. on Facebook. And I was like,
1: oh no. So desperately performative. But yeah.
3: what? why is that? Do people. Right, I'm why? just trying to get into the mindset. Well, you're like trying if your to marriage is like on the rocks, you're like, I'm just going
1: to. It's a boombox. It's, yeah. it's John Kuzak with the boombox, which in real life doesn't work, right? No, yeah. By the time you get to the boombox, it's all over. Correct. So by the time so you, you the get gesture. to like the loving. I can't believe you're with me, Instagram post. It's already too late to say.
3: That's it. true. So it's not just me. I just, I feel mm-hmm. so like I'm, I'm, I'm very anxious about the post tomorrow because it's like reading the yep. tea leaves of who's going to get divorced mm. to We're- see.
2: And I'm an asshole because I'm like, now that I know how to look at it, I'm excited to see what's happening. No, um, I mean, me too. I, for the most part, agree, but I make a distinction between what feels like an honest post mm. like say what Daniel might do for me.
3: Yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. He very rarely does. I think on Mother's Day occasionally or like my birthday occasionally, I'll, I'll he'll, he'll eke out some sentiment, but um to me there's like a certain kind of post that is really like okay, you guys are clearly this is forced. The death knell post. That's yes. too much. Yes. Said, okay. Like someone's afraid they're going to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Someone's making oh, up yeah. for something. We got to
3: keep our eye on those tomorrow, yes. guys. Just <laughs> yes. who's
2: who's about to get in trouble? Let's yeah.
1: send them around, but be careful not to send them to the person. To
2: the person, yes. Right. So, Joel, right. you seem happily married. You have a child. Do you not do any sort of sweet post?
1: I do no public oh. explanations of my relationship at all. And does fact, she? I propose to her like on an average day in our apartment. Like, oh. I, I, yeah, I kind of nice. want to keep the private more. I mean, I write about her sometimes, but I don't like, uh, yeah, I don't try and impress her through the public.
3: Right. And on Mother's Day, you wouldn't be like, thanks to the woman who does it all and is I'm a not rock a big star. i a social media guy. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: It just those may, Mother's Day as a whole. We'll talk about that on Mother's Day, but t- but tomorrow I'm really bracing myself. Yeah. yeah. But uh, you know what? It's it is just us because everyone else is going to post a really nice Valentine's Day thing, and I'm just a cynic with a dead dead heart, I guess.
2: I'm going to the dermatologist tomorrow Ooh. and getting a laser treatment, which I've been thinking about for like ten years. Hell yeah! So I'm certainly not doing any fun Valentine's thing. I'm gonna
1: what part of your body are you doing that to? My face. And does that go on the Patreon?
2: Oh. Well, I feel like I should sure. take before and after and like document it. Yeah, um, I, I'm just getting some sunspots. This IPL really. All yeah. of those just by- you're getting all of them both? Um, well, you know it's funny because I mentioned to someone else. <laughs> oh, you're being a dick. I don't
1: see any sunspots?
2: <laughs> okay, I mentioned to someone else, and they're like, "You're still going to have freckles, though, right?" And I was like, "I don't think so. I don't know." Huh.
3: Here's what I learned. First okay. of all, you have freckles, but.
2: That I have you, some bigger you have like sunspots. One sunspot. Yeah. But
3: I learned this, and I hope this is helpful. To, I just got a bunch burned off this side of my mm-hmm. face, and it's because the way we drive, oh. the sun is hitting just the left side of our faces. Interesting.
1: So, so we should spend half of our time in England.
3: Well, or sit yes, backwards or tint your mm-hmm. windows mm-hmm. if you want to go the distance and be yeah. a real skin yeah. skin crazy so person. Did you do IPL? I not yet. I'm going to because the like you can sort of see where they burned it off, and it's been three weeks. Let's, and it should, let me see.
2: Oh, just a tiny bit. What did what did they use? It was now- like
3: the hot. It, they either froze oh, like them they- off or they burned them off.
2: Oh, so they didn't do a laser. They just like no. did it. A- I've
3: done laser before, and I'm okay. gonna do it again
2: because
3: huh. this isn't you know. Yeah, we're coming in on the home stretch of this face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is a just mirror, everyone. I have thoughts like that. Like this is like. Very be, just entering the whirlpool of the circling the drain of my
3: life. Oh, it's over. I saw a picture of myself at Morgan's party last night and I was like, that, that's it. It's <laughs> That's a wrap on Robin's face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a series wrap. So I'm not doing anything for Valentine's Day as anyone else here. Tony, you're newly in love. Yeah. Are you guys doing something special?
0: We we kind of already, we just went to like a nice dinner last week, but uh, we wanted to do it away, not on a Smart. crowded night. Um, and yeah, I'm probably going to be stuck. Uh, working tomorrow all day pretty much so hmm.
2: romantic are you and your boyfriend doing
3: anything? i think well we had a really honest conversation about not doing anything but i did see something on instagram there's an artist that i really love named jeff mcfetridge and tomorrow night's the opening of his like new gallery show so we might just go mm. do that and like make dinner because like getting dinner from a restaurant tomorrow night's gonna be mm-hmm, complicated yeah. it's just like amateur hour yeah. a little bit yep Joel, what are oh you, are you you're too, are you too private to share what you might be doing? No no <laughs> <laughs> Um
1: I also think restaurants on Valentine's Day aren't fun. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I I'm cooking. I'm starting I already started. I I um started the day with the quiche that I'm making, but then there's a duck confit that I'm doing that I, Wow. For during that, look salad that. I might do an onion soup too if I'm feeling ambitious. Wow, that's
2: incredible! And this onion is like soup. a Valentine's thing you're doing, and a
1: really good bottle of wine. And then, right. I, I, oh, and my son and I learned how to the easy. This is a tip for the listener. Huh? Chalk covered strawberries very expensive. <laughs> they are a joke to make. Yeah, yes, like, it's crazy. I mean, like it looks like a dessert that you you just we just microwave some chocolate chips and then you di- and we go further. We do the white chocolate with little matcha and the, Whoa. yeah. But it's still, it's the easiest dessert you can make.
2: You're a chocolatier. I okay, to, yeah. Joel, don't listen to this for a second. Okay, Robin. Yes, I feel now. Is that not the Valentine's Day plan equivalent of the big grandiose post? the sh- The meal. Come on. It's nice. Onion soup. Duck confit, I think it's quiche, the, I homemade chocolate covered
3: strawberries. But I think it's the private, intimate version of the very public. I think it's very meaningful. It's mean it's <laughs> it's love in action versus love in like stagnant words. It's like you're showing I mean, I her see, you love. Her.
2: I see how you can say all that, <laughs> but to me, who intends to do nothing and <laughs> intends for nothing to be done except that. He might like surprise me with a card and then I'll be like, fuck, I should have done something. Um,
0: you guys did kind of pry it out of Joel, though, to be fair.
1: <laughs> but I cook a lot. So oh, it's not okay. out of the ordinance. This is not like.
2: But you planned right. this one. You I pl- did plan this one. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I think that's nice. It's, I'm not saying it's not nice. I'm just saying like, who are you trying to impress? Because yeah, we're yeah, impressed.
1: Yeah. But yeah, I, again, I do like this. This is your thing. Yeah.
2: Do you have like super fancy cookware? And would you recommend a certain kind of cookware?
1: No, I really wouldn't. I think the amount of cookware you need is so minimal to make just about everything.
2: What kind of knives do you have?
1: See, that's the thing. I have like – I have a very nice knife that was given to me. But like there's like an eight-inch chef knife. I don't think you need a bunch of knives.
2: Yeah. No, not a bunch. But I'm just wondering like are you like a Wusthof guy or like (sighs) Henkels?
1: I used to care about that kind of stuff. Now they're – the, the thing is keeping your knife sharp is so much work. That's so much more important than like what yeah. knife you have.
2: Mm. I hear that.
3: Isn't that just a lesson for all of us? It, it really keep is. Keep your knife sharp. Mm. Yeah. Any old knife. doesn't matter yeah. what knife you have. Just keep the
1: one you, you have because sharp. Because people buy these super expensive knives and they get like a set of 12 Hankles yeah. knives and they never sharpen them and they go to their house to cook and I'm like, what? these aren't even useful anymore. Right. Yeah.
3: Hankels are for me the Opie and Anthony of knives. I don't know what those are either.
2: <laughs> oh, never heard of them. Do you know Wusthof? Never heard of it. Oh, what knives do you know? Sabatier? The ones that came from Costco. Oh, okay. I that, my, that I bought
3: for myself in 2005. There's a lot more
1: knife uh, manufacturers than there used to be. There's all the Japanese ones. But traditionally, there was like two German and one French knife. Oh. I worked for Martha Stewart Australia College. And there was Henkels, Wusthof were the German ones, and Sabatier was the French one. They're, huh. they're all good knives.
2: Never, never heard of know Sabatier, names. but it's wow. Sabatier, like saboteur.
1: I think that's right.
2: What? Huh? It's French? I guess. Wow.
1: I'm drawing on old knowledge in my head.
2: Um, Joel, do you have a just me or everyone?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. If we're having a conversation, just don't show me anything on your phone. Like, <laughs> uh- like <laughs> there's this, You want to tell me about the thing you saw, fine, but I don't, don't stop and show me something on your phone.
2: See, I, I agree with you for the most part, but I'll go one further. Really, please don't show me a video.
1: Oh, yeah, that's what it usually is.
2: This doesn't happen to me very
3: much. Really? What what it, what about it bothers you? The it, amount of time uh, it
1: and uh, like,
2: if it's been held hostage. Oh, it's
1: okay. just like, yeah, now we're looking at a screen, we're not interacting anymore and like
2: that's yeah. True. And you
1: and you're kind of engaged cuz you're on a search for your information, but you're I am not engaged. Hmm.
2: I feel though like there are exceptions. Like if Robin was like, "Do you want to see a picture of the cult leader?" I'd be like, "Fuck that. Yes. That's
1: fair. That yes. is fair. Like if it's gossipy okay.
2: and if it if you have a, a piece of information shaped hole in your heart and it's going to plug it, then I do want it. Yeah, I get that.
1: But you should you should definitely ask before you, you show. consent. Yeah. And yes. so if
3: somebody you somebody so, if somebody was about to show you something, they would be like, do you mind if I show you this? And you would be like, actually, I do.
1: <laughs> I, I would maybe say it differently. <laughs> like, no, I'm cool. Yeah, I don't need to see it. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, see, I, I would never. I would just be like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Even if, if I really right. need to pee or something. Yeah. Right.
3: I just, again, I can't remember the last time somebody took their phone out to show me something. <coughs> really? I feel like I'm like, living happens... under a rock. It <sighs> happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. I just don't.
1: Maybe you're the one doing it.
3: That's that's also extremely possible. (laughs) Oh God,
0: I feel a weird pressure when it's a video, like especially if they're like, "Oh, this is so funny," or like they want to show you something funny, and then I'm like I'm probably not going to think this is as funny as you do, and then I feel this pressure to yes, yeah.
2: I I remember I was uh when I said, "Oh, it doesn't really matter." One of my kids was starting preschool. They did this thing called separation at the beginning, where the parents would go. Um, And then in each successive day, the parents would sort of like move to the to the edges a little more. And another parent did show me a Trevor Noah Daily Show video. And she's like, I just think he's so funny. And the pressure was so intense that I could I was like, I'm going to have to go home and find this and see what was funny about it. Because I remember laughing at the appropriate time, Mm -hmm. but it like I could not process it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, I know. I've literally had that because like because I also overthink everything ever so i then go into what if i am i gonna laugh at the right part yeah do
2: you ever do this this is just me or everyone someone tells you a joke and you laugh before the (laughs) punchline because you're like i'm gonna nail the laughing (laughs) that's funny (laughs) Uh, i don't
0: think i've ever actually done it i I tend to wait it out and then i'm like oh i hope i did that right because
2: i'm so afraid i'm not gonna recognize the punchline which is weird because like i like jokes and i get them for the most part but it's just the pressure of yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> Some people are just terrible at it, though.
2: Too. This is true. Yeah. Um. Let's do. Uh, hey, go fuck yourself.
3: My hey, go fuck yourself is to a wonderful guy who throw. Oh, I had to, I had so many hey, go fuck yourself. Oh, I love that. But oh. the first one is to a We went to a birthday party at a at a VIP room in a very trendy steakhouse. I did not want to go, and uh, the party was called for eight o'clock. The food arrived at 1130. Oh, Jesus. there wasn't there were no appetizers. He what? stood up at 10 o'clock and said, do you think we should order some appetizers? And I was going to die. And then the, <laughs> and then the best part was uh, when when the dessert was served and everybody was very anxious to leave the host stood up and said, um, everybody just Venmo me two hundred dollars plus <gasps> what you think you drank. So <laughs> that, go hey go fuck yourself. Hey hey, hey go fuck yourself. It was wow. a rough night. It was a rough night was and it called into question how Sam and I socialize in the world like uh, and and there uh, were people sitting next to me that uh, that were lower um, level writers or assistants oof. that didn't know that they were going to be paying for their meal. And so it was just it was su- it was such a bad it was such a t- disaster. Because this was an
1: adult man who threw himself a birthday party. Yes, All he right. threw himself That's a birthday party. What right would he
3: should have said? And he's a really nice guy. He should have said, "Hey, I'm going to be at this bar. If you want to come have a drink or yeah. order some food, come join me." But the vet, the 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 woman who was sitting next to me, like her nails went into my arm because she had just been working on a show that like the episode order got cut, and it's just like don't. That, it was just tough i we wanted to celebrate this guy but i spent the entire next day like in a blind rage Lineage. Over
2: over which aspect specifically? Or the uh, whole thing. Uh,
3: the whole thing. But knowing knowing in the car when it was taking forever for the Valley to even get to my car, and we were on Sunset Boulevard on a Saturday night, I was like, I should just go. I should just go. But I'm in a relationship, and I have to be responsible. I'm going to take one for the team. I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And then- Oh, was it his people? It was his friends. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, the whole time, I was like, just- having conversations with people being like where's the food i'm gonna die of hunger the food and then everybody else started (laughs) getting hip to like oh my god i'm so hungry and the only thing on this table is water and alcohol
2: no bread or anything
3: no not even a not a spec. it would have been it would have been clobbered if there was bread (laughs) and but just the whole thing of just asking the people to venmo when they didn't know yeah was tough and then just driving home and just knowing that like like Sam said, he spent more money when he went to Massimo's restaurant in Modena, Italy, <laughs> than he did. He spent less money less there money, yeah. than he did that night, which is tough. But I like why, why did it but take so long
2: for the food to get there? There was because no one no
3: one, yeah. no one initiated the ordering. And then there were like 40 Oops. people. So they had to make oh, 40 God. plates. And I was like, this is a disaster. I should pretend I'm sick and leave. And I just, <laughs> I did, I had like 17 exit strategies and I used none of them and just wound up being angry. Oh, that it sounds, was, it was, it was yeah. crazy. That's a sh- side of me I don't want anybody to see. <laughs> 11.30. Hungry, just like hungry, but also being like, you have no social skills. How could you do this to a group of people? Right.
2: Uh. The guy, though, or, or his consigliere? It was the guy. Okay.
3: The, yeah, he did not plan this well. Wow, yeah. that sucks. And really quickly, my last go, hey, go fuck yourself is l- if you if anybody's seen, I highly recommend the Hulu uh, documentary Stolen Youth. Oh, I haven't which seen is about that about The yeah. Sarah Lawrence, the cult that was started yeah. at Sarah Lawrence and uh, Lawrence Ray, the leader of that cult. Go fuck yourself. Hey, he, hey, he ruined a lot of hey, people go for. fuck yourself. It's really intense, by the way, that trigger warning. That's an intense documentary to watch. OK, yeah, but you recommend it highly.
1: Um, I'd read the New York Magazine story, but he, this is...
3: The, I did too, but something about seeing all these people and seeing okay. seeing him and there's so much footage, there's so much footage huh. that the guy took and recorded of his own, of being a monster, that's crazy. But episodes two and three are really tough, really tough. Mm.
2: Joel, do you have a hate fuck yourself
1: I, I don't have... That, um,
2: what, you, you, don't, you don't have anger?
1: I, I don't have that much anger. The other day... <laughs> This is so lame. I mean, this this is lame. I was on the Citibank's website in order to – I was booking a trip through miles, and Mm -hmm. they said I had to go verify myself Mm because it had been a while. They wanted me to call a phone number. Oh, And I was like, this is not a good plan at all. (laughs) Citibank, you you can't handle a phone call. No, You're not built for that. Mm -hmm. And they weren't. And I was on the phone for like 20 minutes, and they bounced me around to people, and I think I never got verified. Hey, anyway. Citibank, go uh, fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah wow. Bank- hey, I thought that was just a hey, bad choice on their part. Go yeah. fuck
2: yourself. You can book a trip through Citibank, Miles? through the thank- Is it the thank you points? You can. Because I, ha- I <laughs> have thank you points. All right, well. I used them to get some magazines years ago because they were going to expire if I didn't use them. Yeah. And I haven't used them ever since. No, yeah, wait yeah, a minute. I think yeah. one of my like, like our Hulu subscription, I get a little bit back because of thank you points. But I didn't know you could get trips with those. I didn't mean to bring up thank you points. I know, but I
3: but now I want to know. This is great. I'm learning a lot on this show. (laughs) Never
2: heard of that. You'd think on their commercials they'd talk about thank you points. Well, they're they're pretty useless. Except apparently Joel has enough to book a trip. (laughs) How about no thank you points? Oh, burn! (laughs) Sick burn alert. Um, I want to tell you guys about an adoptable dog. Oh.
1: You are a dog. dog, dog this is a Daniel. Dog, Just kidding. Dog, <laughs> dog, a doggy dog. Dog, it's in dog, my dog, mind. Dog, 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 I like that dog, idea. Dog, 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 <laughs> dog. Dog, dog, That's what you dog, dog, are. Dog, 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 dog.
2: Gypsy is a three month old, 12 pounds. Excuse me, There's a <laughs> syntactical error. Gypsy is three months old and she's 12 pounds of pure joy. She's curious, playful, and wants to be everyone's friend. That's my thing. She <laughs> is a very rare puppy that is extremely focused, attentive, and ready to learn. She will be a delight to train. If you or anyone you know in the DMV area, and that's DC, Maryland, Virginia, would be interested in meeting Gypsy, please reach out via her Pet Finder page. I'm going to give you that URL. It's tiny.cc slash gypsy, tiny.cc slash gypsy, or email toscas.love, which is T-A-S-C-A-S dot love at gmail.com. And I want to quickly say hello and welcome to my patrons.
1: Wait, does that, how did that last thing work? Do we bid on this now? What yeah, happens? you have
2: to get a dog now. Yeah. No, you just email them and then you can go meet her if you're in the in that area.
1: You're going to cause – this is like when Joe Rogan told people to go to the East River to look for elephant tusks. You're going to cause a riot over this dog. I
2: hope wow. so. I hope so. Gypsy deserves a riot. Yeah. Oh,
1: this yeah. is not a good idea.
2: By the way, speaking of riots or lack of them, on the Sarah Edmondson show, we are giving away an autographed copy of her book. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, haven't done giveaways in a long time, so I'm like, what do you, you know? What do you? How should we do the giveaway? And she's like, why don't we have them post on Instagram a story saying something they liked about the episode, tag you, tag me, tag the, a little the, bit. The episode team.
1: about cults.
2: The episode of her on my show. Oh, sorry. Sorry, yeah. The my episode. And I was just like, that's going to be a riot, just like what's going to happen with this dog. But there's really, they've just trickled in. So this book is still available. And and a lot of people have given me feedback on the episode. So so I know they're listening to it. Please get in the running for the book. I don't want just one person to steal it, you know? Okay. Uh, Patreon. (laughs) This is Tony. It is? Like to say hello and welcome to Carrie Griffith, who opted for an annual subscription, to Veronica, annual subscription, to Mike Howard, annual subscription, and to Mario Segura, didn't go for the annual subscription, but that's okay. Um, Hello, welcome. I hope you're all enjoying it. Patreon.com slash Allison Rose. And I'd also like to give a quick plug to my other new Patreon, um, Upperly Weekly, which you might have known and loved, I hope, is no more. But Todd and I, I know. It's all right. Oh, match game?
1: Price is right. Price is right. Todd and
2: I are continuing as yet untitled podcast. Just one tier, $2 a month. Patreon.com slash Allison and Todd. Allison with one L. Todd with one D. Take it up with our parents. This has been so much fun. Robin, please plug plug anything you'd like to plug. Tell people where they can find you. You
3: can find me on Instagram at Robin Shore. That's where I'm the most active. (laughs) R-O-B-I-N-S-H-O-R-R. Wonderful. Joel, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. It's great meeting you. Great to meet you. This is wonderful.
3: It's like meeting an old friend.
1: I don't know why you <laughs> threw old in there, but...
3: Yeah. <laughs> but I said it in such a grumpy way. <laughs> it's like meeting an old friend. <laughs> um, Joel,
2: where can we find you?
1: I do a podcast now. That's right. Called oh. Story of the Week. Oh. Where I, uh, we take a long magazine story like that New York magazine one. It's great. And we bring the writer on. And they, wow. t- in a half hour, tell us their best story so you don't have to read it.
3: Oh, that's great. Yeah. Smart. That's awesome.
2: The story so story of the, of the week. week is where they go for you. Yes. Great. Tony? Uh,
0: same old stuff. Twitter and Instagram ads.
2: Tony Thaxton. Tony
0: Thaxton. Nice. And We can um, see why he won those awards. <laughs> <laughs> Bizarre albums every Tuesday. Nothing else.
2: And follow me on social media at Allison Rosen on Twitter and Instagram. And if you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, please make sure you're subscribed. Leave us a nice comment. Click five stars. It helps out the show. Um, you guys, thank you so much. Thank you for
3: having us. Wh-
1: which of us was better?
2: <laughs> oh my god, I think I can't we're... choose.
3: I think it was it was a group effort. It yeah. was you. <laughs> it was yo.
1: it you. Was are, yo. You were both. The MVPs. cult thing really won it for me.
3: Oh, but the, some of the people have heard the cult thing before, but so not actually. in that much
2: detail. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But Joel, no, you I brought would. a lot of energy. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, you had good stories too. Okay, thank you for listening. I love you. You matter. Goodbye.